Are you struggling with irregular periods, mood swings, or headaches, and just don't know where to go for help? Girl, I feel you, and I'm so happy you're here. I've been where you are, and I've now learned how to heal my hormones. If you are ready to finally get to the root cause of your period problems, mood swings, yes, even postpartum, and lack of sex drive, then grab your notebook and pen, or crayon if that's all you can find, and get ready to listen in. Hormone Healing. I'm your host, Dominique, MS in Nutrition Sciences and Hormone Expert. And today we are going to be talking about migraines. Yes, a topic that I don't always like to talk about because I have a deep um, connection to suffering with migraines myself. Um, and sometimes I don't always like to talk about migraines just because it brings up some of the um, experiences that I've had um, throughout my life with migraine, um, which are not always good and pleasurable, <laughs> of course. But at the same time, as much as this is a topic that I don't always love to discuss, it is one that is definitely near and dear to me. Um, and I have definitely found some ways that have helped me. I won't say that I completely got rid of the migraines, but that have naturally helped me um, and have helped to, um, one of them is balancing my hormones. And that's what I'm going to be talking about specifically today um, and the next couple of episodes as well about just hormones, how hormones play with migraine um, and what things you can do to kind of help balance those hormones in order to balance and help prevent a migraine. Um, there are so many of us who struggle with migraines that we just take the Tylenol or the Aleve and, and we deal with it. And migraine is so much more than just a bad headache. Migraine is messing around with your hormones. Hormone imbalances is messing around with your nervous system and your brain and, and all the things. And you might be thinking, well, Dominique, you're not a migraine expert. That is correct. I am not a migraine expert. I am not a neurologist. I specialize in hormones, which can have an effect on headache and migraine. And I personally have found ways to help balance the hormones and keep the migraines at bay a little bit more naturally. With that said, I still have my doctor and I still have a medication that I take when the migraines do come just to really help with the pain because I am someone who used to struggle with migraines. I'd be getting them almost every day sometimes throughout my life, and I would get all of it, the aura, the not being able to see, the slurred words, the pounding headache, the nausea, all the things. Um, so I am just hoping that while you should always talk to your doctor, and there are absolutely medications out there that you can absolutely take to prevent migraine or to help ease the pain and impact of migraine when one actually hits. I am hoping that this episode and the next couple of episodes will give you a little bit more insight on migraine and how our hormones play an integral role in migraine and headache and that hopefully you can implement some of the things that I'm going to talk to you about um, so that you can gain some insight to keep your migraines and headaches more naturally at bay and away. Because I used to be somebody 
who struggled with migraine ever since I was about 12 years old. I actually received my first, first real migraine back when I was really, really little, but I struggled with migraines on an almost daily or every other day basis. When I was about 12 years old, it started. So right around when I was hitting puberty, ding, 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 hormones. (laughs) Um, And I used to be somebody who struggled with them all the time. Um, Almost every other day I was getting them. And like I said, they weren't just bad headaches. It was the bad pounding headache, the nausea, the puking, the vomiting, um, the couldn't see, the numbness, the tingling hands, the slurred words, all the things. And I went and saw a couple doctors. Um, They put me on some medications, many that did not even work. Um, and just over the years, the more I've learned about hormones and the more I've learned about naturally balancing hormones and the more I've learned about, um, triggers and source of symptoms and things like that. Um, I've learned that my migraines only started to go away after I started to live a more balanced, healthy, sustainable life and balanced my hormones. And that's when they started to decrease a little bit. So Without any further ado, let's get into it. Today is going to be why we even get migraines. So I have my canister of tea or my thermos of tea, not my canister, my thermos of tea right here that I am sipping on. I'm going to take a sip right now because I have a lot of just discussing and things. And I want to make sure I'm staying hydrated for this episode um, because hydration is one of the things that affects migraine. Anyway, so go ahead and grab your notepad, grab your pen or your crayon if you're a busy mom and your kids took all the pens, and let's get into it. So first, you want to find the source of your symptoms, right? So you really want to find the source of your symptoms. Why are you getting a migraine in the first place? And that's what today we're going to specifically talk about. Why are you getting your migraine in the first place. Now there could be a number of problems. There absolutely could be other things going on. Um, not to scare anyone, but there could be things that are going on in the brain, cancer, things like that. So always, always, always talk to your doctor. Um, but first find the source of your symptom. And here are some sources that are non-disease related, just some natural sources that most women will have migraines from. So first of all, there is something called a rebound migraine. So a rebound migraine is typically seen in people or women, us women, who have tried medication after medication after medication. And when we're on the medication, we don't get a migraine. But as soon as we get off the medication or the medication wears off, you get a headache. So this is because... um, taking too many medications causes a withdrawal process in your body. So essentially your body has literally become addicted to the medication to prevent migraine that when you come off of it, your body begins to withdraw and you go through all the same symptoms as withdrawal and you end up getting a migraine because it messes with your hormones. Because when you go through withdrawal, you're also withdrawing drawing, withdrawing your hormones and things like that. So the natural process in your body. So just be very aware that if you are somebody who bounces from one migraine medication to the next migraine medication to the next migraine medication, and you are seeing this kind of happen, that is why. So that is one, that could be one source of your, your migraines. 
the next source are sometimes there are some compounds that your body just can't handle and that affect your body and your hormones. So for example, there is a significant correlation between hormones and headache. And when you eat certain foods that your body just can't handle, this will affect your hormones and in turn create a migraine. So for example, certain histamines might um, be something that your body can't handle, affects your mig- your hormones, which in turn affects a migraine. It could be um, tyramines, which are typically found in red wine. So some people might find that when they have red wine, they get a migraine. This is because there's tyramines in it. Your body can't break down that compound and it then affects your hormones, which then creates a migraine. And this doesn't mean that every person can't, um, you know, can't break down tyramines just means maybe you specifically, you have that sensitivity to it. Um, some people it's processed sugar, processed sugar could be a compound that your body physically cannot break down, which then affects your hormones and then also creates the migraine as well as just processed sugar and imbalanced blood sugar. And imbalanced blood sugar is a major, major reason why you could get a migraine because imbalanced blood sugar really affects your hormones and causes a migraine. And so much so that my whole next episode is going to just be around migraine and blood sugar balance. So stay tuned for that. Um, And it doesn't even have to be unhealthy things either. There are actually some people who their body can't digest certain compounds, break down certain compounds in cheeses, some veggies like avocados. There are some people who just can't break down avocados, uh, some of the compounds in avocados. So find the source of that compound, that food that your body can't break down that affects your hormones. And this is, this can be done through um, elimination diets, but those aren't always fun. So maybe you just do elimination diet for a few weeks. Maybe you keep a migraine journal, um, for when you actually get your migraines and the symptoms and things like that. And I actually, um, for my clients who are struggling with hormonal migraine, I actually have a migraine journal for them to keep. And I work with them on tracking that, um, So maybe that's something that you would be interested in, in creating that migraine journal in order to find the actual source. Um, The other thing that I want you to understand is that your body has certain thresholds, right? So you might have a trigger, but that trigger might not be the only trigger. So for example, I'm somebody who can't eat caffeine. Now, if I have caffeine, maybe a teeny tiny bit and only caffeine and no other triggers, I might not get a migraine. But if I have caffeine, I'm under stress, I'm lacking sleep and my muscles in my neck and my, 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 um, spine are tight. I might get a migraine because there were too many triggers. Your body has a threshold. One or two triggers might be fine for somebody but one or two triggers might not be fine for somebody. Your body has a threshold and your body will have a different threshold based upon uh, who you are. So some people's thresholds are really, really low. Other people's thresholds are really, really much higher. It just all depends. Also, now let's get a little bit more into, I keep talking about how these compounds, you know, your body can't break them down, affects your hormones, da, 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 da. How is it affecting your hormones? 
So now I'm going to go a little bit into that. How are your hormones affecting your migraine? So first, both estrogen rise and estrogen withdrawal can cause a migraine. You're probably like, what? So if I have too high estrogen, I'm going to get a migraine. And if I have too low estrogen, I'm going to get a migraine. Great. I guess I'm just doomed to get a migraine. (laughs) Not necessarily. There is a Goldilocks zone that you can keep your estrogen levels in order to not get a migraine. And it's not as hard as you might think if you know the proper way to keep your estrogen within the right level. So typically estrogen drops right before menstruation, which may cause a migraine because the estrogen affects the nerves, which affects your pain receptors. And, um, it can cause that migraine as well. So that, that can sometimes be seen as estrogen withdrawal when you have that major plummet. And you really don't want that major plummet right before your period. You just want a gentle, gradual plummet in your estrogen levels. But that's something to cause that low, gentle estrogen fall is you you need to basically make sure that all your hormones are balanced. So hormones should be synchronized swimmers. For example, you know, when one swimmer is out of line or out of balance, the rest of the swimmers are going to fall out of place too. Or, uh, you know, like maybe a synchronized band. If one of the orchestra people, (laughs) sorry, I'm not a musician. Sorry if you are, um, is playing out a tune, it's going to throw the whole rest of the band off. That's the way it is with the hormones. If one of your hormones is off, all your, the other hormones are going to be thrown off as well. So you want to make sure that you're keeping all your hormones very much in tune and in level in order to have that gentle drop off of estrogen before your period in order to prevent that menstruation migraine. So estrogen and progesterone can influence our pain processing networks. Estrogen and pro- that basically means so the amount of estrogen that you have or progesterone that you have will affect how much pain you are feeling or not feeling. Um, So this is why you want to keep that estrogen in that normal, balanced line. I hope this is all making sense for you and you're taking notes. Sorry if it's not. I can explain this more to you in detail in my coaching programs. Um, But for the sake of this podcast, I'm trying my best to explain it to you in a way that you understand. Another thing that can cause estrogen to rise is exposure to xenestrogens. These are basically things that act like estrogen, but aren't estrogen. So they typically are in things like your cleaners, your plastic, um, toxic products, um, certain soaps, things like that. These xenoestrogens actually act as estrogens in your body, but they are not actually estrogen. And what happens is then it acts as though it's estrogen and your body's already producing natural estrogen. So now you have an overload of estrogen and you're going to get migraine. So hence too many toxic products and things like that can cause that rise in estrogen in that migraine. Drinking alcohol can raise estrogen levels. And, um, that in turn, drinking alcohol can cause a lack of sleep which can cause cortisol to rise, which can cause blood sugar balance to be off everywhere. So see how just everything ripple effects. And again, I'm going to go back into blood sugar balance and explain it a little bit more and how it affects migraine in the next episode. So these are just some of the ways that you might get a hormone 
a hormone um, migraine. So when estrogen is too high or when estrogen is too low, most likely you are going to get some form of a migraine, a hormonal migraine. And a lot of women struggle with these hormonal migraines. Um, And so just to recap quickly, because I gave you a lot and I might kind of be talking all over the place a little bit. There are many different reasons you could be getting your migraine. It could be anything from a major disease, which always talk to your doctor. It could be a misalignment in your musculoskeletal system, essentially your your spine um, in bones and muscles. It could be from too tight muscles, placing the pressure um, on a nerve in your body. So for example, I actually, my cervical spine on the top, um, it sometimes, it, it's a little out of place and out of alignment, which sometimes pinches one of my nerves, which leads to my brain. Um, that could be a reason. Um, or more likely than not, the main reasons are it's a hormonal migraine. And a hormonal migraine can be caused by compounds that your body just can't handle and can't break down, which in turn affects your body. And that could be a food item, an alcohol item, a sugar item. It could be a toxic product. It could be anything like that, that your body physically can't handle that affects the hormones and causes it. You could have estrogen dominance. You could have estrogen withdrawal. Either of those could be causing your hormone hormone problems. Um, and in addition to that, imbalanced blood sugar could be causing your hormonal migraine. So these are all just different things. And I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to go more into the blood sugar so that I explain a little bit more. But these are all reasons that you could have a hormonal migraine. And the best way, the best advice that I can give you for decreasing your hormonal migraines, I've had a lot of women come to me on birth control who say they got migraines and they had to get off of it. The reason why is because birth control, synthetic birth control with synthetic with synthetic hormones is going to cause your hormones to be out of balance. It's going to cause your hormones to not be able to to, you know, stay in that Goldilocks zone. So a lot of women who struggle with migraine when they go on birth control might actually get more migraines. So the best way that I can advise you if you are somebody who notices that your migraines increase when you're on birth control is to safely safely get off of birth control and safely balance your hormones. If you are somebody who is already off of birth control and you're still struggling with migraines, then again, finding where that Goldilocks zone of estrogen and progesterone lie is the best way to figure out how to get rid of your hormonal migraine, to figure out what your your trigger foods are, what compounds that your body can't digest that is causing you to get that hormonal migraine that causes the migraine. So again, I am not a neurologist. I'm sure if you went and talked and spoke with your neurologist, if you have one, they would be able to talk a lot more in depth about this. But these are just some of the hormonal sources of migraine. Next episode is going to be about why blood sugar imbalance can cause a migraine. And then the episode after that is going to be some tricks to help prevent a migraine or when you do get a migraine, how to help naturally alleviate it. I hope you are enjoying this series on migraine. I hope you can gain a little more insight. Let me know what you think. As always, like, comment, and leave a review, and I will talk to you later. Did you learn something? I did learn something. Leave me a review. Leave me a review. Still looking for more help? 
I created a hormone balance plan that is easy, natural, and doable. Because that's what we need as busy moms. And I'm ready to share everything with you in your one-to-one hormone healing coaching. Check out the show notes for links and more details. See you inside.